Kia everybody. Namaskar. Greetings. Thank you so much for joining me. So today I have a very special guest. I'm interviewing Maitre. And Maitre and I met each other in 2004 uh, on a Kirtan tour across Europe. And I was absolutely blown away with her amazing voice. Not just that, her, also her creativity. And then we've met at various places and times since then. But it's a great pleasure to um, interview her and to discuss with her her new album. So welcome, Maitri. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Joshna. <laughs> Maitri, tell us, tell the listeners a little bit about your background so that they can get to know you a little bit, like where you're from. And ah, <laughs> I'm originally from Japan. And then um, I have lived in Alaska when I was in high school as an exchange student. And then I have lived in New York. And then during that time, um, I was attending university there in New York. And then the 9-11 happened. And then also, um, I went back to Japan um, because I graduated from university. And then I, after that, I went, I went to um, study in university for early childhood education in Australia. Mm -hmm. Then after that, um, because Lokesh, my husband, he, he got a job in Middle East as a teacher. So we moved to Middle East right. for three years. And, and then we came back to Australia again. And now then, since then, we have been in Australia. Yeah. I remember you telling me the story about going to New York. And you were so brave. Didn't even have English at that time, did you? What? Yeah, no, my, my English wasn't very good. I mean, I could have simple conversations yeah. in English, but then, <laughs> but yeah. then I, I was studying majoring in psychology and my minor was English. Yes. And then all the professor never treated me anything special. And so I had to go see um, the professors when they have time and ask me, what did you say today? What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so brave. Wow. You had a deep interest in psychology. So I always loved um, studying psychology. And because I feel it's, you know, it's a daily basis, I think I use it mm. um, about understanding myself or my children or my friends or anyone around me. Mm. And, um, yeah, also because I'm trying to um, start a new business yeah. um, program called Hands-On Transformation. Um, that's about supporting children with NDIS, which is um, the National Disability Scheme. Yeah. Um, so trying to help them with uh, reducing stress and anxiety with the different modalities like guided meditation, affirmation, sound relaxation, and tactile activities, and um, therapeutic red essential oils. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, the psychology aspects, I think always yeah. um, comes really handy, I think. Yeah, I can see that. I remember when you came to the Kirtan Academy, you played the Tibetan bowls. With the kirtan. Oh yes, yes, the oh, singing ball, yes. Yeah, the singing ball was so amazing. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah, and it works really well because, you know, since ancient times, people have been using um, the sound of gongs, the sound of symbols to get to get to higher states of consciousness. Yes, 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 that's right. It resonates deeply within us, those sounds. Mm. So we Yeah, for sure. um, Yeah, we automatically go to that place when we hear those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And then, um, yeah, sound healings has been used um, from ancient time as, as medicine also in different cultures. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's great. Scientifically, it's proven to reduce stress and anxiety. And even there are some studies done. Um, there are three exactly the same species of plants in the pot. Um, they're in the three different rooms. One pot is sitting in... Um, in a room front of a speaker. Um, and then from the speaker, there is like Western classical music coming out. Yeah. And the second pot is in a different room, sitting in front of a speaker and they're listening to the um, heavy, heavy metal kind of music. Yeah. And then on the third room, there is a plant in a pot uh, front of the speaker, and then they're listening um, ancient um, Indian classical music coming out. Right. And then they realized that um, after some time, the plant that was sitting at front of a speaker that's constantly 24 hours listening to the heavy metal music, it grew away from the speaker. Yeah. And then the plant that was sitting in front of a speaker that was listening to, um, that was, you know, it was listening to the uh, Western classical music. Um, they grew much more and they were, it was growing straight. It was growing, you know, really happily straight. Wow. And then it had lot of, lots of buds and new growth. And then the third pot, that was sitting in front of the um, the classical Indian kind of you know music like mantra kind of music. It grew toward the speaker, and then it has significant growth. Wow, <laughs> that's very interesting. But then one Japanese scientist, he um, studied probably you have seen it. Uh, studied the water, yeah. and then that water had you know the love or you know i love you i hate you um proud or you know evil and different words on it and then i think he slowly froze the water and so he could see the crystal what kind of crystal it made and um the words you know the water that um that had words very positive words like love and you know proud and um peace like they formed such beautiful um crystals on the other hand the water that had like evil and hate and you know they formed uh, like completely disfigured crystals yes 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 have you seen those i do remember that yes I can't remember if it's his name is Emoto or something. I can't remember the scientists. Yeah. I'm sure, our listeners will know. <laughs> you will. Oh. I have been working on the album for, for so long. 
<laughs> working on it for so long because um <laughs> i was just um i have been really busy and so i just if i find time i just you know record bits and pieces here and there and it took many many months but um yeah it's really good to be able to finish it off and and release it to the world <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful i noticed you were putting some the the, the way you use your voice is unique there sounds like there's some oh, really? improvisations in there i don't know whether they're cultural or what but really unique the way you use your voice and the range yeah. is magnificent tell us <laughs> tell us a little bit about that well i was living in japan um i was walking um in the park and then i could hear someone was singing like really traditional type of japanese song and um, so Lokesh and i looked at each other like where is the sound coming from let's go see who's singing and then there was this lady who was singing so beautifully this japanese really traditional like olden style um music uh, it's called shigin and then um i asked her where do you you know learn this style of um, singing and then um she told me who i can contact and then i went to um the shigin lessons maybe about three months or so and then i had to move out of japan to go to um i think it was australia at that time um but yeah although it was short time <laughs> i really enjoyed um learning that style of music and then i always felt connection to um the certain way of using the voice um i guess in the japanese traditional um songs they vibrates the voice in a different way i suppose it's not on any of the platform the usual platform like um you know usually i think there's spotify and itunes and things but i chose not to put um my music on those one because i did research how to put them on there and then it was a bit overwhelming and <laughs> <laughs> and also i find it's a lot simpler um if i put the album in a zip file and then for people to be able to download it straight from a link yeah um there's a special like a link not a link tree but a different type called stand with me stand with me actually so yes so i decided to use that method this time <laughs> awesome no, that's great uh, I'll, we'll put the link in the podcast as well so that people can <laughs> thank you you yeah so tell us a little bit where the inspiration came from for these for these beautiful um, i used to how i used to make you know create um a music or song or kirtan is i guess trying to use my head or use my ego and try to come up with something but um recent years i have been just um really into intuitional music i guess mm. and because in then in, in then the focus is feeling grounded and connecting with the universe and feeling aligned yeah who i truly am and mm. so it's more like a, being a radio station like tuning in 
<laughs> and um, just what I do is just open open my own mouth and maybe just even half a second before I create a sound, I know what note to sing, mm, yeah. kind of. <laughs> Yeah. So that and then so I've been doing um, sound healing or sound relaxation workshops and that's what I have been mainly doing um, either using Babanam Kevalam mantra or just even just vowel or ohm yeah. and just intuitionally there's no set tune uh-huh. and um, I think that album it is it's certain pattern so it has to be you know uh, have a it has to have a form of what the melody is and you know how it's going to be repeated but um i think i still try to be tuned in um to universe and just let the sound um flow i guess and try to use as much how do i say (laughs) try to use the ego as less as possible (laughs) if that makes sense (laughs) yeah 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 absolutely i still remember one time when we were on this ketan tour in the room there was just all women in the room and you came up (laughs) with a tune and it would just felt like ancient it felt like it was a group of women who were sitting from the depth of their souls. You know, mm. a call from for women and from women. All I that's what I remember that I think it was one of those tunes that just came through you. Oh, yeah, one thing um, I wanted to ask you was about the instruments. I noticed that you're playing yes. a variety of instruments on the album as well. Yes. <laughs> This album is the very first album that I did all the instrument, all the voice, all the recording, all the editing, all the mastering. <laughs> <laughs> I just used um, uh, YouTube to learn absolutely everything. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That's because I had to always depend on Lokesh to do recording, editing, absolutely everything. Um, but this time, because he is also busy too, so I just wanted to depend on myself and learn it myself and try to see if I can um, do it all my own, yeah, uh, with my own pace. And um, but I had absolutely no idea how to even start, which button to press to even record. <laughs> but I learned everything from YouTube, which is great. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the instrument that I'm using, um, just simple piano and um, kalimba, which is an African instrument. Yeah. You know, the thumb picking um instrument yes kalimba and then the recorder i have a alto recorder and soprano recorder Mm. which i have been um i was um teaching children um the recorder when i was working at school maybe i think that's about it and just mainly layers and layers of vocals which is always fun to do (laughs) i love that myself i love doing that yeah (laughs) No, what you mean? Yeah. yeah. It's really absolutely brilliant. Mm. <laughs> Anything else you want to share about your experience with Kirtan? 
experience with Kiratan. Um, I think I think Kiratan is um, it's an I think it's an amazing journey itself. Mm. It's it's different from meditation. I struggle doing meditation, but um, Kiratan is really powerful tool for me to be able to always come back to my heart and you know feeling grounded feeling who I truly am and connect online with the universe I think that it's the best tool that I feel personally strongly resonated to use um, to find find my soul I think and find the journey of this life I feel it's it's that powerful I feel maybe last two years or three years or so in the um southeast south uh, southeast Queensland I have been organizing some uh, workshops and um sound healing sessions um combining the um the sound and essential oils and um yeah i can see yeah i can see how the sound and particularly you know the mantra songs like babanam kevala mantra songs like really shift the energy and atmosphere of the room and because it's a sound it, it can go through every single cell of you know every body and um, it has strong, positive, you know, vibration. And we're all vibrating. Any object, any being is vibrating. Yeah. And it just goes through absolutely everything and really transforms everyone, I feel. So much. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I think um, I recommend anyone to use the power of sound especially especially kirtan because kirtan has like an affirmation you know it has a, a a word it's not just a vowel sound it's a strong mantra which is like an affirmation it's it's a, it is an affirmation like really strong carries strong vibration and you know in this world it's quite stressful anyway in the world with covid and lockdown i can't see the family and all sorts of things losing jobs um you know singing kirtan or listening to even just listening not even singing just even listening to the kirtan is really important because untreated stress can cause so much issues physical and mental illness and you don't want that at all. You know, you want to keep your mind and body vibrating in a high frequency so you can stay healthy and not just looking after yourself, but helping lift other people and, you know, the environment, entire planet, and we can all contribute 